Cool. Eh, <laughs> We ready? Yeah, uh, let me just shimmy down. Can I be honest, mate? I appreciate you making a coffee for me, but I don't want to drink it out of this mug. Well, I don't know where those glass ones are with the black handles. You know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying. Have we introduced what show we are? <laughs> no, not yet. Let's 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 do this properly, Harry. Okay. We're on 102. So 102, wow. Uh, over to you, you've got the laptop, you've got everything. I'm just going in cold. So continuing on from the uh, email from, is it Michael? Yes. Uh, yes. Uh, and he had some great questions, uh, so we're just going to finish this one off. And it's all about taxes, Adam. Okay. Uh, try to do it yourself or get an accountant. If so, how do I know the right person for the right, well, the right person for the job? Okay, so just to throw back a little bit, is the last two episodes have been Michael's questions. If you haven't listened to me, I have some great questions. Go back and listen. Um, one was about office space. One was about branding. Um, really enjoyed them both. So taxes. So I'm going to go down the route of not just taxes on just this one. Just evading them altogether. <laughs> <laughs> cash under the bed. Um, get paid in cash. No. Um, if HMRC are listening to this, I don't get any jobs paying in cash. I'm not that fortunate. No one does. No Everyone's one... on the books. Exactly. And every tradesperson never does cash jobs. Um, we advocate using an invoice package called Expert Trades. You can download it in the iOS and Android store. If you're on a Google, if you're on a Windows phone, the one person on a Windows phone. The best place, if you are on a Windows phone, is go into somewhere like Coffee and Warehouse and ask for an Android or iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> That's how we get around that problem. Um, so I'm going to go a little bit deeper on this one not just around taxes because i guess the line of the question was is if you're self-employed um how do you go about doing your taxes as in what do you owe the government because you're you're bringing in money in that's not just personal it's related to business and then how do you differentiate it and then what can you claim back and all that good stuff mm-hmm. uh, i want to throw it a little bit deeper in terms of where we are as a business and the sort of journey that we went along and some of the shit that i got into okay Shady. So, it wasn't. It was just. Uh, well, when I when I end up in court, it's going to be just. I didn't know better, Your Honour. I was just doing the best I could to do an honest living and start my own business and create some jobs. No, I'm <laughs> <laughs> so no. the economy is a very difficult. So, um, when we start, when I started out the business, um, I was very neglectful of how much I owed in in taxes largely because the business wasn't making any money. It was just all costs. Um, so on that note, I didn't really need or feel the need to track all the costs. I thought, okay, well, we don't have to pay any tax because um, every bit of money that I'm doing from other work is just getting piled into the business to build the platform out. So I'm paying freelancers and, and all this good stuff. And we, we made a loss every month for the first 12 months um, as we built the platform. And because of that, I thought, oh, I don't need any good record keeping. I said, the government will only care when we're making money because that's what they want off me yeah fast forward three or four years where we're making some cash mm-hmm. is like all that's now biting me in the arse because the journey that we took was me just trying to do record keeping bookkeeping myself and then 18 months later Alison also mother who's done bookkeeping for her own business um, helped and then she spent basically six months just cleaning up all the mess that I'd made for 18 months in terms of where are all your receipts where are all your invoices? Um, how much have you been paying yourself? How have you been paying yourself is a big one. 
um, because just taking money out the bank doesn't class as getting paid. <laughs> um, you need to organize yourself and have some actual payroll. So the journey that we've sort of taken was um, did it myself, or say did it myself, I was doing it for about 18 months and not doing it. And then we had about another uh, six months of Alison coming in and tidying everything up. But in terms of actually, should you do it yourself or shouldn't you? My, my advice from day one is don't do it yourself. And it's not because of the cost. It's not because you might be able to do it. What I've really learned, and it's massively like relevant to us now, um, which I'll get onto, is it's just something that you don't want to worry about. Yeah. It's just time. It's kind of like every single day, every week, every month. As a business now, I get a daily tracker of where we are financially, um, what revenue we've generated, um, the breakdown of the products that we've sold, um, how much we owe the VAT man, um, how much is outstanding, creditors, debtors, all this good stuff uh, that Alison does for me. If I was to do that myself, it's going to take me two hours every day. And that's just because we're doing a, a, a fair number of transactions, we've got outstanding bills and blah, mm-hmm, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But I just think getting into the habit very early on of just doing what you do best and just doing that and finding other people to help with other stuff, biggest lesson that I've learned. And the thing is with taxes and money, it's the sort of thing that, one, you could actually make terrible decisions in your business if you've done the numbers, done them incorrectly, and you think you're in a better position than you are, and then all of a sudden you get a bill from HMRC for five grand that you weren't expecting. Yeah. Okay. It's going to scop you. It's going to scop you. Uh, secondly is there's going to be stuff out there that you just don't know you're eligible for, which we didn't until we hired a, a professional accountant to help us. Um, for example, R&D tax relief as a small business. We had accountants. We actually, okay, and we're on a bit of rant now. We actually had accountants that invested us in our seed round, a team of five accountants. And just as a blow my own trumpet, when an accountant invests in you, you got a pretty sound business model because they just look at the numbers. They don't take any salesman bullshit. And that's yeah, normally very fact orientated. Very number driven. So when we actually decided it's probably a conflict of interest to have our accountants be our accountants as well as investors we found another accounting firm over coffee it was like well how much did you get on your R&D tax relief pardon you have done your R&D tax relief right <laughs> no so literally got out a pen and paper how much you paying your developers da 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 how much you paying da 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 how much you paid for your da 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 how much you done on this da 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 it was like you're probably owed about 20 grand. Wow, that's crazy. Ended up being 28 grand. Admittedly, we had to pay 25% of that as a fee to the accountant, um, but we wouldn't have known it was there, that we're paying for their experience and their knowledge. Simple as that. Um, So we literally got two and a half months after that meeting over a coffee where I had a flat white and a cookie because I got a check for 20 grand off the government. Like, that's crazy. Yeah, and I'm, and I'm not. Yeah, I'm not saying that you're going to get that when you hire an accountant when you're a one-man band and you're just trying to hustle and do your own thing. But there will be stuff there that you're eligible for, and they'll keep you on. They'll keep you on track, and they'll, if they're doing their job, they'll also teach you how to think about your numbers um, and grow with the business. That's what I didn't have. I mean, you've heard me stress about management accounts several times. So as, as a business where we are now, we have to produce management accounts. So what that is, it's a very formal document every single month, which is uh, revenue, basically everything that you need to know to have a picture of health of the business that's circulated to all the investors. Yep. Um, revenues, costs, uh, cash flow, balance sheet, profit and loss, all that good stuff. You can't do that yourself. No. If I did it myself, it'd take me two days and the numbers would be wrong. Simple. Alison does it all for me. And 
Alison, don't know if you listen to the show, 12 months ago, there was shit. Fact. Well, that's because we were trying to work it out between us. What I would do if I could go back is I'd hire a professional accountant to teach Alison how to do it. Yeah. Because she's fantastic at putting the numbers in. But understanding the numbers of what they actually need to be is one thing. But understanding the picture that the numbers are telling is a completely different thing. And I've genuinely only just learned that in the last three months. It's not just about getting the numbers right. It's working out what the numbers are saying and how it affects the next six, 12 months of the business. And that's what you'll get from a professional accountant. Um, really appreciate Alison taking all that on board and learning that. Um, but for example, we've just hired a guy who was um, actually one of the senior guys for We Want Any Car. Um, so responsible for helping produce management accounts and, and forecasting for a 120 million pound business. Um, We've got a, a, a couple of our investors were sharing the cost of that, but it just shows that I now really value the importance of strategically knowing your numbers. So I went a bit deeper on this one, and I know it's been a bit of a one-man show, just me talking about taxes and accountants, but don't do it yourself. It's not going to cost you an arm and a leg to get someone, and don't be that guy that waits till the end of the year that gives your accountant everything in a in a box, <laughs> because then you may as well do it yourself. Yeah. The value is knowing month on month, week on week, day by day, how granular you want to get is where the hell your business is, because you can't wait until I I even hate waiting until month end now, because month end for me that's why we don't do it now, for like September October last year I waited a month end to know what my final numbers were going to be, but now it's the third of Feb. I know where we were from the first to the third, and where where we're going to be projected to be until the end of the month. Like yeah. you need to know your numbers, and it all starts with understanding what your accounts are saying. Um, not much else I can say on that, mate. Yeah, no. Uh, something I kind of took out of that as well is um, if, like for example, you had to learn the numbers, uh, and you and obviously you and Alison were kind of fumbling through it and just figuring it out. Yep. There's there's so much value value that you can get out of just paying a professional to at least just educate you as opposed to just learning yourself and finding these things out the hard way more than anything that's that's the exact thing though mate is um when we put the numbers together we did it because we were we were reacting to a need so all of a sudden yeah. we raised some vc money and they're like well uh can i see your last three months management accounts to which point i went pardon give me two weeks <laughs> <laughs> exactly yeah um so they required this thing. They provide a template. So first thing we did was learn what numbers go in what box. Yeah. And then over the last three, six months, we've been learning, actually, what do these numbers tell me as the business owner? Um, so the numbers are really important. And like you, for example, personal trainer, like if, if someone wanted to get fit, I would generally say, you don't need to pay someone £30 a session every week, but go and pay them for a month and draw all the, mm. draw all the sort of... You should say, listen, I, I don't want to do this full-time with you, I want to know what to do on my own. So I'm going to pay for a crash course, teach me how to get fit, and then I'll hold myself accountable for it if you're one of those people that can do it. I think it's the knowledge thing that you tapped into. Yeah, exactly. Like the resources are out there for almost anything that you want to do. I can Google. It costs time, effort, and energy to learn these things. Whereas if you just have someone that already has gone through that learning curve, they can tell you the key aspects and then you, you, you know what you need to know yep. from there on so it just saves you a hell of a lot of time and effort and I think one of the questions one of the last bits was how do you know if you're finding the right was it finding the right person yeah uh, if so how, how do you how do I know the right person for the job so 
yeah credentials and yeah it's it's a, it's a good question because the tr- the problem is is I was actually with our accountants last week or the week before and he ended up going on a rant that technically anyone can call himself I didn't know if you noticed but anyone can call himself an accountant if they're dealing there, with your numbers there is there is uh, the chartered institute of accounts which is a certain criteria but technically you can open a shop on the high street and call yourself an accountant and then deal with people's business numbers which is crazy um, but in terms of finding the right person for the job for me it's someone that you Firstly, meet with them. Don't just hire someone over the internet. Meet them face-to-face. I, that's why I had a coffee with our accountants first, as I mentioned earlier, is you've got to like them because these are the guys that are going to be basically giving you good and bad news and you've got to trust that they've got your best interests at heart and they're going, to, they're going to really look after the business. Secondly, it depends on what you do as a business. It depends on what sort of specialty you need, which I didn't know. I thought a bloody accountant was an accountant. I thought... It's just uh, a guy with the numbers, they're boring, it? <laughs> they're boring at dinner parties. They like, <laughs> they like crunching numbers. Uh, they're great at Excel and, and macros and all that VB stuff. Um, but, for example, for us, is we've got subscription revenue. Yeah. So... When we met these guys, we're like, well, uh, how are you forecasting that in your management accounts? I thought, what do you mean? I was like, well, you, you sell a website package for 220 quid, but you've got to service that for the rest of the year. I was like, yeah. It's like, so technically you owe the business money until every month goes through. So let's say it's 240 quid, for example. What you should be doing is a month one accounting for 20 quid and month two, even if it's not paid monthly for the, for the business, because if he... If uh, if he cancels his package because of neglect in, within six months, we owe him money. So there's actually something on our balance sheet that is it's like a rewards card. Yeah. It's until that thing is over, we might not have all that money in the bank. Wow. It's little stuff like that. And I, um, correct me if I'm wrong. If there's a listener, I'm not an accountant and I don't pretend to be one on the internet. But I think it's called amortization or amortization. Um, so if you if you've got like subscription services, you need to know. You need to know what you don't know, which is hard. Um, so you need to speak to an accountant. And if the accountant doesn't want to know in depth what your business does and how it operates, they're not the right person because they're just going to say, oh, give me your invoices, give me your expenses, and I'll do your accounts. It's fucking useless, okay? Don't do that. Um, have someone that wants to learn your business. Even if you're a sole trader, this isn't for people that have just got a team. If you're a sole trader, you're going to have ambition to grow, and that, that accountant should be able to grow with you. It was good. Shall we uh, tackle the next question in the next episode? Yeah, but let's do a little teaser. What's the next one? Uh, it, it is... Uh, Who's it what, from? What is, it? Uh, is it Jana? I J-A- know you're looking at it. I, I know. I just don't know if I'm butchering the name or okay. not. It's J-A-N-A, so okay. Jana. Apologies Jana. if I'm uh, ruining that. Uh, and it is about... She calls it something. I'm assuming it's a she as well. Um, is it psychology? Uh, personality profiling. There we go. Okay. Oh, I remember this one coming in, actually. I think it was through Facebook. So, Jana, what we're going to do, hopefully you're still with the show. I think in the message she covers off, she like went 1 to 65 super quick. Um, but that will be in tomorrow's show. Harry, if they want to listen to the show, not listen because they are, um, if they want to contact us with the question for the show, where's your bit of paper going, my friends? In the old office where we moved away from. So oh, we haven't even covered on. that. We'll do an episode about why we moved office. So actually, we just did an episode about offices and stuff like that. So I'll have to do part two of that. So timely. Um, so thanks very much for listening, uh, guys and gals. Um, really appreciating it. Thanks for those of you that have jumped onto the Instagram. Um, it's great to see some engagement on there. We're a little bit, and it's my fault because it's just finding time, but we really want to get this Facebook group busy because we're getting so many people contact us now and there's just so much value. And 
I'm, I'm going to, I can't remember all the names, but Michael, um, who, who asked the previous question, there's been a listener that's reached out and wants to contact you because they're in exactly the same position as you. Um, and this is the sort of thing that we want to bring into the Facebook group. Um, it's really important for us that we build um, community around this brand uh, that we're building. This, this podcast for us is great because we try and answer your questions, but there's so many people that listen um, that are working on really cool, interesting things. Uh, so we want to try and connect you. So I'm going to put another reach out. Um, we have the Facebook group. I'm not posting it as often as I should be, and I kind of need help with it um, because me and Harry are super busy. Very busy. Like it's, it's mad here. And I kind of want a couple of people that you don't need to know everything. That's all right. I'll just keep talking, Harry. Um, so Harry just got a phone call. I'll go and let Lucy. You go let Lucy in. So what we kind of need is some help. Is a couple of people that are top draw, mate. Uh, a couple of people that are going to be prepared to kind of jump in the Facebook group and start the conversations and support the group. Obviously, me and Harry are going to be in there, um, but we kind of just need that extra level of support. So if you want to get into the group or ask a question, um, email me directly. It's Adam at experttrades.com. Instagram, our startup podcast. Follow the great work Ashley's doing there. And if you have a question for the show, go to uh, Twitter and use the hashtag, hashtag AskStartupDiary. Um, thanks very much. Harry's disappeared. Um, people are arriving for work. Um, it's Friday morning and uh, we'll speak to you soon. Thanks again. <laughs>